I have hit big red button. This, this, that's the big red button that's underneath glass. You can open it up and it says, press in case of podcast. <laughs> they ship it to every podcaster as soon as they, as soon as they get a feed started up. <laughs> exactly. In case of pod emergency, break glass. <laughs> so anyways, I had COVID the last week. So if I sound <laughs> a little spicy. How are you feeling, by the way? I feel fine unless I try to tell people that I feel fine and my throat decides to close up just like for irony purposes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can tell a fun story about your about your respiratory system trying to kill you. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I'm gonna preface a story by saying that everything is fine. <laughs> I was at a dinner last night with a couple of my cousins and one of them was talking about how her husband, like they were, they were having Greek food for dinner that night. And her husband was like, oh yeah, I really love having Greek food. And you know how it just like, you get like, you're eating the Greek food and it's nice and spicy. And then like, you're like, you kind of feel like your throat closing up and it gets kind of hard to read. And she's like, you need to stop eating this right now. We cannot have this anymore. You are clearly allergic to something. And he's like, yeah. oh, I've just always had this reaction. <laughs> We're like, oh my god. Apparently a lot of people with allergies that aren't, like, life-threatening go through that. I'm just like, I'm over here. I'm like, one, I'm glad that he's okay. And two, I think now that allergen screening panels should just be part of, like, the checkup that you have to get. Like before you go into, I don't know, dinner. A, a check, a checkup you have to get before you leave. But like as you are graduating from high school, or once you hit eighteen, like okay, you're old enough now. You got to get <laughs> here's all your vaccines that you can get now that you are eighteen. Slash outside of your parents' immediate medical supervision, depending on your situation. But also, here's all the things you have to worry about now. <laughs> Let's get an entire allergen screening so you can figure out if you're allergic to, to like, tzatziki sauce or something. Yeah, I've had people say stuff like, oh, it's, I like bananas, but it's weird how they make my tongue swell up. Or, it's so weird how tomatoes are, like, naturally spicy. No... To my credit, I th I figured out a while ago that like, yeah, I'm probably at least a little bit allergic to kiwi. And I was like, cool, I'm just never going to have kiwi again. It's not that common of an ingredient, so I should be fine. I think I've never had kiwi, period. Yeah. That was a long Bodies. silence. It can't be that shocking. You just said it's not no. a common ingredient. No, I, I, I was not shocked. I was like, I was just thinking like, wow, the human body. What a marvel. <laughs> the human body functions like a horse is built to function. We have it has several things that it is good at doing, and there are things that if one thing just goes wrong, then the body will collapse. And one of which is food allergens. <laughs> hey, what's more fragile, a horse or a wizard? Um, I'm gonna say a horse, <laughs> just because wizard can cast spell of punch you in the face. Horse cannot cast spell. Yeah, but if you slap a wizard on the ass, they'll die. <laughs> they'll take four damage and die. Uh, look, as soon as I find a wizard, I can, with their consent, I can test this theory and report back to you. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Wizard. May I platonically <laughs> slap you on the ass for science? Don't worry about how you might die. <laughs> but before we do the intro, I real quick want to note, uh, this episode is going to have some issues talking about uh, consent. When it comes to 
when it comes to romance and kissing, just so everyone's aware. Of that. I mean, is that any different? Like, we we have definitely like broached this topic before. Yes, but this is specifically we've already broached this topic in episode two of our Glee recap of our of our Glee project recap, but it bears repeating anyway. <laughs> I was I, on my on my drive over today. I was like, I I should we should mention that at the top of the episode. Okay. Anyway. Just go ahead and grab a chair and listen now as we riff the show. Tanner and Christine are gonna figure out why we love this show. Better grab your golden stars and slushies Cause you're listening You're listening To loser like me Loser like me Hello everybody and welcome to Loser Like Me This is a The Glee Project recap and review and criticism podcast. My name is Christina, and it's gonna be Bamf. My name is Tanner, and my wig is snatched. <laughs> Tanner, I need you to go find a wig for the purposes of the bit. I don't own a wig! Do I have anything? The closest thing I have to a wig is a Digimon plushie I could precariously balance atop my head. It's okay, you don't have to. Okay. Yeah. For today, we are going to be watching- or- we already watched it. We're going to talk about uh, Season 1, Episode 5, Pair Ability, which aired on July 17th, 2011. So happy three days ago birthday to me at the time of airing. I can't think of any other good way to say it in this, so you just want to go ahead and jump in. <laughs> yeah, so on the previously on, they referred to Mateus and Alex's bottoms, and I know that they didn't mean anything by it, but I still was like, hey now. <laughs> They also continue to insist that both of them are assigned diva at birth, and they also remind us that Cameron and Damien cannot dance. Yeah, they mention that they mention who has not been in the bottom three so far. I think it's Hannah, Samuel, Marissa, and Lindsay. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and like they all come in for the revelation of the homework song, uh, and they see that this week's theme is pair ability. Which is not a word. I hate pears. <laughs> don't let me eat a- I might do something stupid like eat a pear, so don't let me eat pears. You know what's a word they could have done? Compatibility. Oh. I'm pretty sure- So they say later that parability isn't a word. I'm pretty sure it is. I feel like parability wasn't a word until AirPods started being a thing. Well, Bluetooth in general. It. The AirPods are not the first Bluetooth. I know. The Viking Lord Eric Bluetooth. Didn't use mm. the power of runes in order to wirelessly connect our <laughs> our uh, objects. Just for us to say that parability is not a word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fun fact, when googling the word parability, the fifth result is the Glee Project Wiki. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, they come in and it's like, oh, it's parability, we gotta duet with each other. Um, we've mm -hmm. all been assigned partners, and so it's Damien and Hannah, Alex and Mateus, uh, Cameron and Marissa, and Sam and Lindsay. Yes. And Sam- The song the is Need You Now by the band whose name, I don't even remember what they were calling themselves <laughs> anymore. They tried to pivot away from being racist and just got more racist. 
Yeah, they're like, we don't want to be, we don't want to name ourselves about the concept of how the South was great before slavery ended. So instead, we're going to steal the copyrighted name of a currently existing black jazz artist. Anyways. Anyways. I don't think I can say reality TV show bullshit when Sam complains about how, oh, I have to sing with Lindsay. It's such an ordeal because she's so me. It's... Honestly, we are far enough in the season that I have just mostly started disregarding anything that is said in a talking head. <laughs> okay, but also, like, so so they sit down and Lindsay, like, w- tries to talk about, like, what they should do and Sam just starts singing. And, like, that's a very Glee thing to do, which is probably a sign that you shouldn't do it in real life. <laughs> yes. Things Glee does that you should do in real life. Avoid Will Schuster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, I think really this whole show, the, the moral of the story is that Glee can be a lot of fun because it's not real. When you try bringing that stuff into real life, you're just kind of a dick. Yep, that's that's it. <laughs> Samuel and Lindsay do harmonize well, though. They do. Like, th- the other thing is that any issues seem to, like, be solved by the time people get to a performance. Because th- no one's ever given a bad performance, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damon and Hannah are extremely cute together. And Damien mm-hmm. keeps on, like, going in and pinching <laughs> Hannah's cheeks. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, oh my gosh, you're so adorable. And Hannah's like, I mean, Damien's cute, but it's a competition, so I can't get distracted. And in Hannah's ex's interview later on in the season, she does say that Damien mentioned off camera that he also had feelings for her. They just never bothered making anything of it. Aw, I wish them both the best. Same. Yeah. <laughs> and Cameron is a Christian with a girlfriend. So yes. drop that down. <laughs> yes. They they kind of, we see the most of them talking through, like, how they're going to perform their, perform their part of the duet. They, like, you can clearly see, like, in the way that he's behaving that Cameron is, like, uncomfortable. He's like, oh, no, I, th- I never thought when I was auditioning for Glee that I would have to flirt with someone else on purpose. <laughs> and they, they talk it through and they will get through this together. And Ale- Mateus and Alex, Alex clutches Mateus to their bosom, and t- and I think Sam tells Mateus to be gay for a day. Yeah, okay, so the way that the promo for this episode was framed, I thought Mateus was going to have a lot more issues, and I was ready, I mean, I'm always ready to protect him. Um, yes. Especially 10 years ago, Mateus, who was clearly going through some stuff. Yes. But this scene is actually a lot better than I feared, especially mm-hmm. with the hindsight that Mateus is now openly queer, and it's just like, oh wow. I'm recognizing a lot of, haha, gay bravado, but it's all pretend, right? Unless a, l- a lot of that in him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And the practice that we get to find out who this week's guest is. It's Darren Chris, And they buried the lead by having him walk down the hallway and showing that someone was wearing a vest. And I was like, they didn't get Matthew Morrison for this, did they? Yeah, he's dressed like Mr. Shoe. He is. <laughs> Lindsay's just glad to have gotten to see Darren Chris in person twice in her life. Mood. <laughs> Darren also points out that parability isn't like super a word. Parable is an adjective. Parability does not seem to be a word recognized by the dictionary. <laughs> and parabola is a math term. Yes. And a parable is a thing from the Bible or a moral story, which we don't and get pears many of in Glee. Or a fruit. <laughs> And pairs are two people, and we've come full circle. 
And pair is when you... Uh, uh, no, that's par. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they say... Not only are they singing, but Christina, they acting. Oh, they acting now. Yeah, it it occurred to me today that I was like, you know, they always do the bits about learning choreography and doing like music coaching when they're recording and they do the shoot in front of uh, the music video and stuff. But like, they've none of these have, they've never included acting as an important part of the Glee project. <laughs> You know, the Until show when you're being cast in a role? It's okay. You don't need to act to be on Glee. <laughs> no, you you don't need to act to be on Power Rangers. You should probably be able to act to be on Glee. I think one of the producers or Ryan Murphy literally says, like, you don't need to act to be on Glee. Yeah, I'm I mean, like, no, they, they literally, we've already read them about this because they literally say that, like, in episode zero. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the the music number, like, the way they stage it, is odd because it's literally like the two lines of the contestants who are paired up and they like they all have like a little bit where they like interact and then they walk around to the back of the line and then the other the next pair steps up and does their bit and then moves to the back of the line (laughs) it's overall pretty cute yeah so everyone except for hannah and damien are all like distraught and oh my lover is leaving me Lindsay looks like an abandoned housewife. That's not a read. It's actually a very good. Yes. Alex and Mateus do this thing where they, like, hold each other's faces and look longingly at each other. Marissa and Cameron, like, pace around each other and yell at each other. (laughs) And I'm glad that Cameron and Marissa got to be partners because they seem like a safe space for each other with regards to the concept of pair ability. (laughs) So... They they finish and Blade is like, "Well, gang, that was all really good." Blade, all really good. Oh yeah, Baleen Whale, he's here now. Guys, that was all really <laughs> great, and I think my favorite person was wait, who was it? Was it Marissa? It was he. Darren praised Mateus and Alex for making their performance believable. He called Samuel electric, and Marissa, Marissa wins. Good for her. And so, not only does she get an extended sequence in the music video, but she gets. The longer music video. They're shooting four separate music videos. Mm-hmm. And Marissa mm-hmm. and whoever she picks as her partner get to be in the longer one. And both she and her partner get to have the tutoring session with yeah. Darren. And <laughs> it's very adorable because she kind of like prances over and like half kneels in front of Samuel and is like, will you be my partner for this musical number? And Cameron's like, oh, I'm not mad that Marissa dumped me for the new hunky dreadlock boy. Again, talking head, I'm taking it with a shaker of salt. <laughs> I mean, it, you can tell it's half joking. I think really a lot of the stuff Cam says is half joking. Like anytime he's like, I'm a Christian. It's like, he, he they make it seem like he buys more into it than he does. Yeah. Like it's. I could see that. They really want to point at the fact that Cam's Christian and be like, this is the crux of mm-hmm. his being. Where quite often it's like he only brings it up when mm-hmm. he's prompted by other people, I feel. Yeah. They get their Robert assigned duet choices because then they also go through and then pair everyone up. Marissa and Samuel are going to be singing Don't You Want Me. Hannah and Alex are going to get to do Nowadays from Chicago. Lindsay and Cameron get to do Baby It's Cold Outside. And Damien and Mateus get to do the lady as a tramp. <laughs> and when they get picked to be partners, Damien hoists Mateus bodily in the air for a hug. <laughs> Just like, yes! This episode has so many good Damien moments. Mm-hmm. 
this is also the way that it was edited, but it's like you can really tell that like there were people among the cast who like specifically we're here to make friends. Yeah. <laughs> And like that's not a dig on the others. <laughs> I know I've said it before, but th- I think this episode truly is causing the David McGinty stand to reawaken after a decade of slumber. <laughs> after five thousand years, I'm awake. <laughs> Time to conquer Earth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like y'all will get exactly sixty seconds to show us that you're competent. So better make them count, mm-hmm. fuckers. Yeah. So because they're doing four separate vignettes for the music video, they're doing four separate choreography practices. And Marissa is going to get a cameo in uh, Damien and Mateus's vignette as the lady and the lady as a tramp. As, I forget, is this the point at which, yeah, this is the part at which we also see their musical numbers like be performed. So we really don't get to see any of the choreo. Yeah, it's just like, we know that it happened for some of them. Like, Damien and Mateus especially had, I think, the most choreo. Damien and Mateus are the ones who, like, get a lot of running around and, like, doing actual dance moves. And then Mm -hmm. Alex and Hannah's choreo is very, like, slow and sultry. And the rest of them are just kind of, like, walking around set and looking at people with emotions. Yes. And then we get to go straight into uh, The Lady is the Tramp uh, by Damien and Mateus. And it's like... They're doing choreography that reminds me of Singing in the Rain. Yeah. But they're styled to look like 80s novelists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They look like they're having a lot of fun, even though they mentioned that Damien is more comfortable with swing than Mateus is, who tries to be a little bit more rock about it. Yeah, okay, so here's... I, f- I really do feel like they set Mateus up to fail with this one, because mm-hmm. for, for one, so like... They show him doing his rocker whale in the recording studio, and they're like, oh no, I can't believe you're doing that. Why would you do that? I don't think Mateus would have immediately gone to the rocker whale for default. I think he would have tried to like fit the style of the song more, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. they probably prompted him to try a rocker whale, which also would have worked for some of the vocal runs near the end of the song. Yes. And he, like, he is good vocally in the final part, but I think if he did actually get to show a little bit more of his personality, he would have been really good. I think the big issue in the music video, I don't think his suit fits him. No. Like, I don't think they tailored anything. I think they just went and found the smallest suit they could find to match Damien. And if Mateus at any point said, I don't think my suit fits, they would have been like, tough luck, kid. This is show business. <sighs> yeah, Tanner. Tanner, they put these kids up in the glee shack. In the wilderness of California. Do you think that the production department cared enough to spend money on tailoring for them? Absolutely not. (sighs) I'm so sorry, kids. I'm so sorry. Anyways, then behind the scenes, Alex and Mateus do like a little competition to see who can hit the high notes. And like, obviously, Mm -hmm. Mateus's are a little choppier because he hits them in a different style than Alex does. Mm -hmm. But Alex kind of like ribs him for it. And not like... Like, Alex is doing it, but it's very much coming from the, like, I have to defend my honor now because I've been in the bottom a few times and I am shutting down and feeling threatened. <laughs> is is this the part where Damien, like, tries to, like, intercede between the two yeah, of them? But- like, please don't, please don't sing, my ears hurt. <laughs> yeah. But y'all, like, people, like, Mateus says that Ryan told him to work on his confidence. And then Marissa next to him is like, but not cockiness. And Alex is like, ooh. And Damien just looks at Mateus and says, oh, give a lot of break. Mateus, don't listen to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damien is here to make friends. <laughs> and Hannah is here to make friends, too. Yeah, so Hannah and Alex, they're doing their choreo, which is like, mm-hmm. so So nowadays is, it's the number from the end of the song, right before Hot Honey Rag, which is just dance and instrumental. So it's the, yes. like, 
You can like the life you're living. You can live the life you like. You You can even marry Harry and mess around with Ike. So they're doing that. Just just the slow part. Which first off is weird. Because it feels like it ends just before it gets to the good part. Mm Mm-hmm. And real quick, I want (laughs) to... Real quick, I want to address the fact that when they were doing choreography, like, Hannah is excited for this. And in the choreography practice, Brooke was helping them and she is... Hannah is like, yeah, I've never done anything like this before. And Brooke is like, you should be confident because you're gorgeous and everybody is sexy. And I'm like, yes, Brooke, please compliment everyone. (laughs) Yeah, that was a really, really good part because she says, like, anyone can be sexy. And sometimes you might feel like you are looking for permission to be sexy, that this is me giving you permission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, the musical number itself... Yeah, so, hang on. Because, right, <laughs> for the musical number, first off, they have Alex go and drag. Yes. Which, I don't know where this note came from. Clearly it worked out really well mm-hmm. in the long term. But mm-hmm. it is kind of weird that they're like, homosexual boy, get in drag. But also... <laughs> Yeah. These two get the worst fucking wigs. <laughs> yeah, I'm like why did a, like they like they put out they put Alex in a wig. Like, Alex gets like a bob that was probably stolen off the set of Star Trek. Yeah. And they put Hannah has very pretty red ringlet hair. They put her in a cherry red ringlet wig. A fucking little orphan Annie rig. Why did they put her in a wig? She didn't need a wig. Snatched. Also their version of nowadays is like leagues better than Liam Michelle and Gwyneth Paltrow. No oh, yes. context. Oh yes. They finished their vignette and I was clapping for them. <laughs> <laughs> Campaign to remove the Liam Michelle and Gwyneth Paltrow version of nowadays from Glee Cannon and replace it with this one. Exactly. Now, Christina, I want you to know that it was around this point in the episode where I was thinking, well, much like the Glee episode duets. This is going really well, and there's nothing problematic happening. <laughs> so Sam and Marissa's musical number is next. Uh, they're doing Don't You Want Me. They're all 80s upped, which means Marissa looks great with the teased hair and, like, the decals and everything, and Sam just looks exactly like he does now. <laughs> yes. We we see a bit from their practice session with Darren, and, like, he's so enthusiastic to be getting to sit behind a piano and helping to teach people. <laughs> And he's like, he tells them specifically, don't worry about forgetting the words, just let the song consume you and each other. And so the editors said, we have a plot here. Consume each other. Yes. And then- You have to open your mouth real wide if you want to swallow each other. (laughs) And then Eric, Eric White, right? That's his last name? Yeah. Eric White tells Marissa that she should kiss- Sam in the vignette and the production crew this is clearly a plot by the construction crew because we see Robert telling Zach like oh he told her to go for it and so we'll see what happens and like we even hear we even hear Marissa confirming and so you want you want me to kiss him in the meekest voice I've ever heard come out of her Marissa is is like a very confident person and when eric goes and says you should kiss him she's like oh okay if that's your direction yeah it's like marissa if you're listening i i'm i'm very sorry that you were put in this position of like 
being given a specific direction to kiss someone without their consent and a fucking career being on the line. <laughs> really, it's kind of without Marissa's consent, too, because she's mm-hmm. the way she speaks, it just drips of, oh, I've been in situations where I got I've to do what the director coerced. says. It's like, this is like, oh god, the I'm trying to think of the name of a form of workplace harassment where it's like, if you do this for me, then I'll give you a reward. But it's like, if you kiss someone without without your consent and it was not your idea, then you could possibly get a guest spot on Glee. Yeah. It's skeezy as hell. Like, what the producers are doing. Not Marissa. Marissa, you're, hun- you're good, hun. You're good. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, the music video itself is mostly just Sam staring at Marissa without blinking. <laughs> yeah, I... I think the concept is that, like, Marissa is playing an 80s pop starlet, and Sam is her, same as her boyfriend, who she's, like, trying to give up for the purposes of show business. It's, it's good. Like, like, her voice is good, his voice is, his voice is, like, good too. And at the end of the music video, she does kiss him, and he kisses back, and backstage all of the teens are like, <gasps> Oh my god! <laughs> and Sa- Sam is like, ah, oh, that's just the cherry on top. Yeah. Yeah, okay, buddy. Anyways. Like, look, if I got to sing a musical duet with someone that I thought was attractive, and they kissed me with my consent, that would be cool. But consent. Yes. Consent, and the producers of the Glee Project are not allowed to be there. Yes. D- dismantle the carceral system, but also all of you jail. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dismantle the carceral system and replace it with a jail specifically for the producers of the Glee Project. <laughs> <sighs> and then, a job so bad they did it twice. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so, so listen, okay. So, fittingly, Baby is Cold Outside with Cameron and Lindsay. Uh, but mm-hmm. for, for Cameron's credit, he doesn't gripe about how he has to act with Lindsay. Yes. He doesn't give a whole talking head about, like, oh, Lindsay is the villain today. Nah, he's just going to- him and Lindsay are both going for it. It's all about how he's kind of awkward, but he's trying to, like, find it and make it work, because he he knows that he has to pretend like he's attracted to Lindsay. Not not in a I'm not attracted to Lindsay way, in a I'm a Christian with a girlfriend kind of way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, he looks terrible. They took away his glasses, they slicked his hair back. It's a bad look for him. Yeah, they they styled Cameron and Lindsay like they're from the fifties. So she's got on like a like a polka dot dress, and he's in like a like a sweater vest and a long sleeved collared shirt and stuff. And the the talking heads make it look yes. like Lindsay is trying to find that spark, and then Lindsay, through her whole will, decides to kiss Cameron. Now, viewers, this is a lie because Lindsay yes. has said on her TikTok, which was sent to us by Lauren again. Thank you, Lauren. <laughs> sent us the TikTok, which is just her with the clown filter, and just says me, flashing back to me, age 19, kissing a boy because the director of reality show told me I was supposed to. Wait, so do you think that means that it was Eric or Robert? It would have been Robert, because he was the music video director. (laughs) Wait, did I say Robert? Did I say Eric? You said Robert. Okay, I mean, actually, no, honestly, it could have been either or. It could have been both. It could have been both. It could have been that they wanted the kissing drama from Marissa and from Cameron, but when Marissa didn't go with Cameron, they were like, shit, we need someone else to kiss Cameron. 
and then but, and then we'll edit it out to make Lindsay seem bad because we gotta keep that bullshit narrative going. Mm-hmm. My note here is their voices are a good match, and then my note is just, "Honey, no." And Lindsay's tick or not her TikTok, but in her uh, talking head after, she's just like, "I have made a mistake. This is bad." Cameron looks like he's gonna light himself on fire. Yeah. And it's not helped by the fact that he has, like, Lindsay's lipstick, like, smeared across his face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we cut back to the glee shack, where Cameron calls his mom, holding his phone upside down, I think. It's, it's and ten like, years ago, phones just looked like that. Yeah, that's true. But he's like, Mom, I feel like I've cheated. I, I feel like I did something real bad. And yeah. I'm like, oh, honey. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of people have made fun of Cam for, like, oh, he went on Glee Project and didn't think there'd be kissing. And it's like, okay, well, maybe we can rim him a little bit for not understanding how much, like, intimacy goes on on the proper show Glee, but he was not prepared properly for having to confront that in the reality show segment of this process. Mm-hmm. So yeah, of course he's kind of messed up. Yeah. And then we see everyone in the Glee shack, and everyone's just very nihilistic that they're all gonna be in the bottom three, because none of them, none of them have gotten any kind of affirmation. Or been told that they're actually, like, doing good. <laughs> the thing is, they are right, though. Almost all of them are in the bottom. <laughs> yeah, because the the only couple to be immediately called back are Samuel and Marissa. But because they did duets this week, that means that the other three pairs are all in the bottom three for this week. So they're going to do a sing for their life as duets, and then they're picking the bottom three and eliminating based on those last chance sing for your lives yeah and so the the bottom couples get to sing but the bottom three don't get to sing they just get to mm-hmm. stand there and be criticized yes so hannah and alex get to sing valerie Mateus and damien mm-hmm. get to sing these boots are made for walking and Lindsay and cameron mm-hmm. get river deep mountain high which feels unfair <laughs> <laughs> because it's like i'm sorry all naya rivera and Amber Riley just hit the bar so high <laughs> yeah and my note here is, at least they gave everyone platonic duets this time. Yeah. Hannah and Alex get no notes from mm-hmm. me, and I don't think from the others either. They're like, yes, amazing, great, wonderful, go away. Yeah. Damien and Mateus are in fucking galoshes. Yeah, real quick. This is where it occurred to me that they're probably mostly doing songs that Glee had already performed because they already had the rights to them. Yeah, it's either stuff they already had the rights to or stuff that they got the rights to but didn't get to a performance. Like, they never did Boots Are Made for Walking on Glee, but it wouldn't shock me that they did. Actually, no, they they have talked about in interviews how they would get license the rights to perform the songs in Glee just in case they had the opportunity. Like, they were future-proofing for themselves, basically. Mm, okay. And those rights probably transferred to the Glee project. If it's under the same umbrella, they can probably get away with it. Okay. When it comes to sing for your and your partner's life... We see everyone trying to get their own part of the performance, right? So that they won't mess the other person up. Damien and Mateus call themselves the veterans of being in the bottom three. Yeah. Hannah and Alex say they don't deserve to be there, and they're right. <laughs> and Damien said something so Irish that they had to subtitle him. Okay, so listen, he's but he's he's got a thick accent, but I don't think it's that bad. No, it's not. Like, the only reason that I didn't catch it on first listen is because I was also taking notes at the same time, and so my audio processing was lower. But he did not deserve to be subtitled. Yeah. So, the, yeah, they come out to sing in some fucking galoshes. Wait, uh, we do River Deep Mountain High first. No, we do, we do Boots Are Made For Walking first. Okay. 
That's the order my notes are in. Okay. I had River Deep Mountain High first. It's oh. whatever. It doesn't okay. matter that much. <laughs> oh god, did we get two different copies of the episode somehow? If we did, I would be very amazed considering that I think we're getting them from the same source. <laughs> this is true. Oh no, it's the Mandela effect! Which one do you want to talk about first? Well, let's talk about- I have- I have a lot of notes on Boots, but less on Riverdeep Mountain High. <laughs> okay, let's get you know, Riverdeep Mountain High over first, because actually, you know what? Some of my stuff applies to Damien Mateus too, because this is where I realized that Cameron and Damien's dance styles, they both involve a lot of what I like to call bashing the invisible symbol. <laughs> you know when someone goes by a drum set, and for emphasis, they just bash the symbol? Mm-hmm. They do a lot of that in their dance, where they're just swinging an arm. They're like, yeah! <laughs> yeah. Also, during this performance, Lindsay gives Cam a little cheek kiss, but based on body language, I'm pretty sure this was pre-planned, and he is okay with it. And they're like, let's Good. do a jokey joke to ease the tension. Mm-hmm. Wait, are we are we talking- which one are we talking about? Are we talking about Boots or Baby- We're talking about River Deep Mountain High. Okay. Okay. Oh, I see the problem here. I wrote down River Deep Mountain High when Hannah and Alex actually sang Valerie. Oh. And I wrote down, baby, it's cold outside when Cameron and Lindsay were singing River Deep Mountain High. Okay. Do you still want to keep talking about River Deep Mountain High? As long as we talk about all of them, it doesn't matter. Yes. I mean, we already covered Valerie. It was good. There really wasn't much else to say about it. They're friends. Yeah. And with, with Valerie, Ryan Murphy sees Alex and drag and fixates on them with like, new flavor of queer detected. <laughs> and then for, yeah. for, for when they give notes on River Deep Mountain High, Ryan asks Cameron about the kiss. And Cameron, clearly nervous about being put on the spot and being in the bottom for the first time, speaking to Ryan Murphy for the first time, he's like, yeah, I'm a Christian. I believe in Christianity. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy felt the need to clarify the nerves so hard. This whole thing is like, Ryan Murphy is like, Cameron, why did you cry and call your mother when another woman kissed you? And he's like, well, I felt like it violated both my morals and my religious beliefs. Yeah, well, he even, he outright says it's less about the religion for me and more about the morals. I'm, I'm, I'm very, he straight up says, I'm very naive and I wasn't expecting it and it really freaked me out because of that. But Ryan mm -hmm. just, like, zooms in 100% on the religion aspect. Ryan Murphy flat out says, and I quote, I've always wanted to write a Christian character. And he never will! No! No! Opposite problem! He has two! And he doesn't do anything with them! Yes, so he doesn't write Christian characters! He said, here, let's just slap some religion on ya. He, because Mercedes and Quinn are both Christian... Yes! It's an important part of their characters, what little character they get. Mercedes takes yes. Kurt to church in their episode about religion, and Ryan's sitting back here like, Hmm, but what if we did talk about Christianity? It's never been done before on television. Also, another in another example of Amber Riley erasure, Ryan Murphy also mentions when he's talking to Lindsay, he's like, Oh yes, and you're a belter. We haven't had a belter yet on Glee. And I'm like... Amber Riley is a belter. Were you not there on set when they filmed And I Am Telling You, The Lady is a Tramp, Bridge Over Troubled Waters, River Deep Mountain High, and Ain't No Way? Did you just, like, not pay attention when she was singing? I wouldn't be shocked. It's like, like, look, could you have another belter on the cast? Yes. Do you have at least one already? Yes. Justice for Amber Riley. Always. Uh, Boots? Boots. As I've mentioned, I, I gotta keep mentioning the galoshes. Did they not have any cowboy boots in wardrobe? <laughs> no, they burned all cowboy wear as soon as McKinley was eliminated. 
their choreography is good, or the choreography is fine, harmony is good, and in in another example of Damien just being here to make friends, they're giving like the comments at the end, and Damien is like, Mateus has been has been bullied, and I'm really proud of him for continuing to stand up for himself and being himself. Yeah, he says, uh, every time he brings up your advice to be more confident, somebody tries to cut him down. And Ryan asks about that, and Mateus mentions the high note thing he did with Alex earlier that week. And Ryan mm-hmm. declares that Alex is a diva. Don't let people shut you down. Yeah, he basically says, like, bullying will not stand. And I'm like, citation fucking needed. Yeah. So, after all that, Mateus, Alex, and Cameron are declared the bottom three. And Ryan, mm-hmm. right there while they're all standing there, calls out Alex for being unsupportive, and Alex apologizes, but Ryan says that was the deciding factor for Alex being in the bottom. Yeah, and the the directions they give to Cameron and Mateus are that Cameron was outclassed by Lindsay in their performance, and they tell Mateus that they want him to be a crooner, and like, be the leading man. And he flat out says, everybody is literally killing themselves to shoot Glee, the show. And I'm like, big yikes, dude. Like, if that's what you're saying about your production environment, then maybe you should take a look at your production environment and fix it. Yeah. So then we go, like, they get a moment of reprieve back at the Wilderness Survival Camp where Mm -hmm. Mateus is, like, starting to cry and break down because Alex is being very cold to him. And Alex is afraid that he's going to go home just because of what Mateus said, and like, mm-hmm. so I'm not, ob- I'm obviously not going to say that Mateus is in the wrong here, but I also get where Alex is coming from too, because mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're doing really well, you've had a really great week, and then someone set- just declares that you're being a bully. For all Ryan knows, that person could have been lying, because Ryan is a specter. He's never on set. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And But instead, as far as Ryan knows, Ryan just plays into the gossip, because he knows it's going to make good TV. And so, yeah, Alex is very cold, Mateus is breaking down, and I can't blame either of them because I understand why they're feeling that way. Yes, absolutely. This is something that, if it was not happening in the the ramshackle set of a reality TV show, probably would have been less of a big deal. Like, they could have talked it out. Maybe a reasonable adult could have helped mediate it and talk and let and help them talk through it. And that's the thing is that the show creates this atmosphere for the kids where they are encouraged to basically call each other out or like talk to when they talk to the adults, they make it a whole thing instead of trying to hash things out privately. And we, we've mm-hmm. seen just like people are clearly able to hash that out privately a lot on this show. But if anything does come up like this, the producers and the creators kind of less like they zoom in on it and they're like, how can we make this content? Exactly. It's content. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, but ba 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 Mateus is eliminated, which is like, mm-hmm. I feel really bad for Mateus. Cause this almost feels like cutting him while he's down. I mean, I feel bad for everyone who gets eliminated, but this one feels real mean after everything else that he's gone through, especially this week. Yeah, it's like, wow, Ryan, way to go on your anti-bullying stance. <laughs> you cut the kid who was being bullied. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I recognize, and here's, really, it's the thing, is that Ryan, instead of cutting, like, actually, you know what, no, I can't fully blame blame Ryan, I'll, bra- I'll blame him for the show entire, because he, he wasn't gonna cut Alex, because Alex is too talented, he wasn't gonna cut Cameron for, because he likes the idea of Cameron, so actually, you know what, no, I will blame Ryan, Ryan should have cut Cameron this week. Mm-hmm. Ryan should have looked at Cameron and said, you are not prepared for what the show needs. 
and so we're not going to invest time mm-hmm. in you. That that would make sense. Like if someone is not comfortable with doing things that are required on your production, like if they cannot be worked around, if the differences are things that cannot be worked around, then it makes sense to not continue having them as people in your production. Like myself, I would probably have gotten cut in this same week simply because like I like if I am kissing someone, I do not want it to be necessarily broadcast out to national television. I would remove myself from the competition this week. Well, here's here's the thing. If I might write some brief RPF about you. Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like if you were in the Glee project and Eric White came to you and said, you need to kiss Samuel, you either would have said, I'm not going to do that. I'm uncomfortable with it. Or you would have gone to, right to Samuel and said, hey, Samuel, would you be okay with that if I did this? And then if Ryan talked to you about it, you would have said things similar to Cameron. And Ryan would have been like, ooh, fascinating. And asexual? I want to study you. (laughs) Oh, God. Don't study me with a microscope, Ryan Murphy. But I think those are correct things. So you still would have been exploited. But also, you would have been a cool, independent woman. (laughs) Yeah, I I would have been... Again, this is not a knock against Marissa. No, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's I, I would have, I would have been like, no, I ref, I refuse to kiss someone without their consent. And th- th- that's the thing is like this Marissa statement. It just reeks of someone who's been trying to get into this and has been like, well, I guess I have to swallow this section of pride and morals in order to get ahead. I guess that's mm-hmm. just what Hollywood is like. Yeah, and like that's also the thing about me is like even. Back when I would have been of auditioning age for the Glee Project, I'm still not super invested in like go in in show business. Like I would be on it just because, like, yeah, hey, it's something cool and fun to do. And if I get to be on Glee, that'd be that'd be interesting. Yeah, I don't chase stardom. There's so much. Whenever someone on the show says this is what entertainment is like, either it's not, or it is, but it definitely shouldn't be. Yes, exactly. My sense of justice is too strong to let me be on Glee. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But that's the show. Yeah, we we get to see... It looks like Alex and Mateus kind of, like, apologize to each other. Yeah, I hope do that they are amends. on good terms. I imagine so. I feel like everyone uh, and from season one is either on real good terms with each other, or they cut off contact completely and no one can blame them for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, since he's been gone! As we mentioned several times, Mateus is openly queer, and that's great for him. It's awesome. As far as we can yes. tell, he is living in LA with. He, he ha- According to my research, he had a boyfriend at least a year ago. If they're still together, great. If they're not together, hope that went well. Mm-hmm. I think he's also, like, does Twitch streaming occasionally, but I did not really look into that. Oh, interesting. I know at some point that he was on American Idol, like, a few years after Glee Project. Apparently he, when, like, for his talking on American Idol, he's like, I've never done a reality show before! And I don't know if that was American Idol telling him not to mention Glee Project, or Matea saying, I'm not fucking mentioning the Glee Project, holy shit. (laughs) Does the Glee Project count as a reality project when it is more of a social experiment? (laughs) The Stanford Glee Project. Oh god. But yeah, that's Matthias. Yeah, I hope you're doing well. He, he sometimes posts on Instagram. He's jacked as hell. He looks good. Oh, good. But yeah, that's the show. Next week, slushies? Yep. Next week they have an actual word for the for the theme. <laughs> do you want me to do the outro? No, I read it. I forgot. I forgot. The, the patterns in reality? 
Look, time is a flat circle. Actually, you know what? I don't think I've read the outro in a long time, I feel. Okay. <laughs> like, I think I've accidentally just been letting you do it the whole time. <laughs> Anyways, Loser don't Like worry, Me is a part of the Quarter Podcast Network. We can be heard on your podcasting platform of choice, and if we aren't there, let us know, and we'll work on getting there. We can be found at Loser Like Me Pod on Twitter and through loserlikemepod at gmail.com. Yeah, next time to nasty. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one, and that's, and that's what, what you missed on the Glee Project. Project. Oh, hey, we are Hey! Just go ahead and grab a chair and listen now. As we riff the show, Tanner and Christina are gonna figure out why we love the show. Better grab your golden stars and slushies, cause you're listening, you're listening to Loser Like Me. Loser Like Me. Loser Like Me.